This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we continue our series on relationship pairings with the Enneagram Type 1 and Type 1. What happens when two Type 1s date each other? Now, this is our last episode in the Type 1 section of this series, so next week we'll move into Type 2. But before we do that, I want to let you know that if you're looking for Type 2 and Type 1, that has already happened in the type one series and each type will get shorter as we go forward because the pairing will already be covered. Sometimes this can be a little bit confusing. So I just want to set that straight (laughs) up front before we move into type two. It is already type two and type one will have been done. So we'll start with type two and type three. Now, whenever I answer these questions, I like to do it in three points, conflict styles, things you may be unconsciously doing, and ways that you can positively influence each other. Now, with that in mind, today is going to be a same type day, so that gets a little bit tricky. You are essentially bringing the same strengths and struggles to the table, and that is going to be what you love and what you hate about the relationship. (laughs) And with that in mind, your subtype may be the main differentiator, so we're going to explore subtype here as well. But let's just review the type one conflict style and how that can show up. So type ones are in the competency center. So in conflict, they're going to rely on problem solving logically. Their triggers are being criticized, another person's lack of follow through, non-collaborative changes to a plan, and another person's lack of timeliness. Essentially, anything that makes them feel like they are the only adult in the room, the only one who's thinking about being responsible or getting things done correctly. Now, when in response to these triggers or in conflict in general, they may cut themselves off from feeling to solve problems logically. They may repress their feelings to get things right. They may emphasize being correct or sensible, and they may focus on doing things the right way. Type ones can ask themselves in conflict, how is not feeling perfect enough making me angry at myself and therefore frustrated with my partner? Now, with all of this in mind, you know, you have two type ones coming together. Both are conscious of being criticized. Both can be, you know, more on the critical side of things, focused on kind of how things could be improved, but also both tend to prioritize follow through, timeliness, being responsible communicating about a plan change. Like the triggers 
may, you may be triggered less when you have someone of the same type because you have the same focus of attention, right? However, you can also kind of amplify things a little bit, like your response to conflict. If you're cut, both cutting yourselves off from feeling to solve problems logically, then who's, when do your feelings get heard, right? If you're repressing your feelings to get things quote unquote right or do things in the appropriate manner or being correct or sensible, when are you connecting on an emotional level? When are you working through these deeper emotional issues? That's something you're going to have to focus on and make a priority. So let's get into things you may be unconsciously doing or things to be cautious of unknowingly doing. So be cautious of hiding your struggles to be have an appropriate response. If both of you are likely to put your feelings aside, to handle things correctly, to handle things the quote unquote right way, things can build up, which can lead to the second point, which is collecting a list of frustrations. If you're putting your feelings aside, trying to move forward, handle things logically, and those feelings are never addressed, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> like that's adding up and it's going to build up and it needs to come out. So figure out ways that you can communicate about what you're feeling, your anger, especially your frustrations, your irritations. Make sure you're having those conversations from a place of vulnerability, anger, frustration, irritation. Those are hiding something deeper underneath the surface. And I like to ask myself the question when I'm irritated with someone, what are they doing that I think I'm not allowed to do? Because that's often where that frustration or that irritation is coming from. And if you have two ones who are often easily frustrated with the actions of others, pay attention to that. Make that a prominent conversation. Be willing to have that conversation together of, I'm feeling irritated. That's reminding me of this thing that I feel like I'm not allowed to do or that I limit in myself. And so you doing it so freely is really frustrating for me. Have that conversation. Don't shy away so that those frustrations don't build and build and build and then explode. Today's podcast is brought to you by Nutrafol. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow throughout different stages, such as postpartum and menopause, as well as for different lifestyles, such as plant-based diets. Physician formulated with drug-free ingredients, Nutrafol supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve throughout a woman's life. Now, many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies. Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol Women's Hair Growth Supplement for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. 
With Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription required, free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day. See results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code EGRAM. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code E-Gram. That's Nutrafol.com promo code E-Gram. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Third, be careful of bonding over your judgment of others. Ones tend to like focus, someone's going to be fixed here, okay? So um, I think that's important to remember. I mean, all idealist types are going to kind of fall into this trap of fixing things, um, of constantly looking for how things could be improved, but ones really can easily fall into this. So a two-one pairing it could either look like constantly fixing your relationship, which is our next point, or it can look like constantly looking down on the people around you and how they're not living up to your standards. And this is a, a tricky thing because it can really leave to, lead to isolation and to the two of you kind of being like, um, look at how good we are and how not responsible everyone else is. And finding yourselves more and more irritated with other people outside of your relationship. But relationships need other people. You can't fulfill all of your partner's needs and you shouldn't have to. Um, your partner is going to need things from other people and other relationships. And that's really important and really healthy. And if you find that you're constantly judging others, you may have a hard time building community and community is inherently flawed. So opening up to, I'm going to have people in my life who are imperfect and that's okay and actually good. Um, and letting yourself be a little imperfect and that being okay and good. Um, and that being part of building something that's really important for your relationship. So don't isolate through judgment. Number four, and our final thing to be cautious of unknowingly doing is being in a constant state of fixing your relationship. So Make sure that you are taking time to be in the relationship as it is and appreciate it for where it is instead of constantly looking to how it could be improved. Um, relationships always can improve. There's always room for growth. That's wonderful. But there's also 
really an important element of savoring and enjoying and being grateful for the relationship you have. If that's something, if you're kind of stuck in that pattern of fixing, consider ending each day with just like a, hey, here's three things I really appreciated about you today. Or um, if you can't do this with your partner, doing it alone, writing a list of like 10 good things about my partner today and focus on the relationship that is and the good that is there instead of how it could be improved. Now, point three is normally influencing each other. Like how can you impact each other for the better? However, this is a little tricky because you're very similar, right? It's two ones. So I want to look at subtypes here. In general, self-preservation types tend to be focused on being okay or having their needs met. Social types tend to be focused on where they are in the social hierarchy. And then sexual types tend to be focused on that one-to-one connection. So for the self-preservation one, they actually can struggle more with worry and anxiety focused on striving for perfection, like genuinely not for the eyes of others, but just like genuinely internally, I need to be perfect. Um, They tend to be a very like kind, decent person. Um, They may feel a desire to have control over their own life, their own choices. And they may attempt to predict the future, which can cause them to look a bit like a six. Now, our social subtype here, they take on the role of the example for the right way to be. Again, remember, self-pres, they're looking to make sure that everything's okay. They're getting their needs met so they can kind of be a little bit more, they're like that kind of one sense of control It can kind of go into okay, I need to make sure I can control myself. I can control my needs. I can get everything. Everything's going to be okay. I can, I can control the future and everything will work out. Social, it's more about where you are. Are you an example for the right way to be? Um, this type can be a little bit more on the like rigid side. They're less flexible, not really adaptable. They tend to be confident in their view of right and wrong. Um, they have a strong desire to be you know, superior, to be the best, to be the right thing. Um, They may often feel alienated in groups of people and can look a bit like a type five. And then our sexual subtype here, they're, you know, that's focused on that one-to-one connection. So they can focus on reforming others, not as much focused on perfecting themselves. Um, If you are type one and you're like, I don't really relate to having a harsh inner critic, you may be a sexual subtype. They can be impatient, um, but they tend to go for what they want. They can be zealous. Um, They don't often question themselves. They have a really strong sense of black and white, right and wrong. And they can experience, um, they're the most likely to experience the trapdoor behavior, you know, saying one thing to the world, this is good, this is bad, while having kind of a secret relationship to doing the opposite in private. So keep that in mind. Um, So with I think with that in mind, you may find that your focus on being good is pointed in a different direction than your partner. So maybe you are focused on being an example of goodness while your partner is focused on how you could be better. And that is going to be a very different experience than two sexual subtypes who are focused on perfecting one another or a social and a self-pres who are both more focused on themselves. So those dynamics are definitely going to impact the way that you connect. But at the end of the day, one-on-one is likely to be a reliable and consistent pairing built on mutual integrity and trust. 
Just be mindful of the inherent need for community and the natural imperfection in in community, as well as harboring resentments that aren't discussed. As always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you Tuesday for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.